how would you like to learn the secrets of two Hama Club award winners on how they have built successful online businesses from almost nowhere to now running multiple seven and eight figure businesses by following the simple fundamentals of life. And let's see how they have used the powerful funnel systems, processes, automation and social media to help their business grow at a different pace. Let's dive into their journey to grasp the strategy, mindset, action plan of how they have done it from almost nowhere to the way up to seven figures. We are going to uncover and pick their brains of the top performing entrepreneurs on this show. How they have done it and how you can do it too. You are listening to The Nikhil Sai, the host and welcome to The Nikhil Sai Show. How would you like to learn the secrets of two Hama Club award winners on how they have built successful online businesses from almost nowhere to now running multiple seven and eight figure businesses by following the simple fundamentals of life. And let's see how they have used the powerful funnel systems, processes, automation and social media to help their business grow at a different pace. Let's dive into their journey to grasp the strategy, mindset, action plan of how they have done it from almost nowhere to the way up to seven figures. We are going to uncover and pick their brains of the top performing entrepreneurs on this show. How they have done it and how you can do it too. You are listening to The Nikhil Sai, the host, and welcome to The Nikhil Sai Show. What's going on? What's going on? Everyone is actually listening to this podcast right now. First of all, guys, welcome to The Nikhil Sai Show, which is hosted by me, The Nikhil Sai. And guess what's going on today? We are back with another amazing Two Karma Club interview. Guys, this is going to be crazy. If you're a woman entrepreneur who is just wondering, like, how could they actually have, like, much, you know, free-spirited lifestyle and much... Uh, you know, home-based business, which you can run from comfort of your home and make income and never limit your budget when you're trying to, you know, get 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 your bills paid. This is going to be an amazing podcast for sure. Now, the guest we are having on this podcast is absolutely amazing. She's a great mother. She's a she's a mother of over five children. This is this is going to be amazing. If you're someone, you would be definitely relating to this, especially if you're a mother. So she's been building a home-based bookkeeping business. She's a CPA right now, and she's been helping thousands of people start and scale their own bookkeeping business from the comfort of their home. So guys, let's not waste time, and let's actually welcome Tiffany Higgins, CEO at StayAtHomeBookkeeperAcademy.com. Hey, Tiffany. Hey, how's it going? Going great, absolutely, definitely glad that we are connected on this podcast today. Excited yes. to have you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, Tiffany. I mean, I've seen your journey, and it's absolutely crazy on your journey and how you have evolved to where you are right now. So, we'd love to hear like a quick backstory. Like, can you tell me your backstory? Like, how did all of this craziness started? Yeah, uh, it really just kind of started after having my third kid. Um, I knew I didn't want to keep working for somebody else and spending all my money on daycare. So uh, back in 2015, I launched my my own bookkeeping business. And it was supposed to just be something that was a supplement to our income so I could be a stay-at-home mom. And Mm -hmm. within seven months, I had enough clients to cover all of our expenses so my husband was even able to quit his job too. So uh, then we both became, you know, work at home parents, working part time and um, making more money than we ever thought we would be able to, especially working part time from home. So it just we just kept letting it grow organically from there. And before I knew it, we were making over two hundred thousand dollars a year working part time in the bookkeeping business and upgrading our lifestyle and going on two week vacations across the country and stuff like that. So 
um, I just decided to start teaching other moms how to do this too, because, you know, everybody looks for this when you're working a job and you're in middle class and your kids are little and you're worried about missing out on time with them. This is the answer. So mm. it, it was really, it's been really rewarding to be able to show other people how to do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely, Tiffany. That was beautiful, actually, right? Like having that freedom to build business from your comfort of your home. And that's, that's, that's really, really interesting. And Tiffany, I think this is like a dream come true for most moms, especially young moms who has these little kids, right? So can you tell us more about like, as you're building a free uh, lifestyle business, like home-based business, can you talk a little bit more about like, why are you so interested in building a home-based business, how someone can actually do it? Yeah, yeah. The the reason that this works so well, I think, especially for moms, is that you can change your business at any point, given um, whatever stage that your family is growing. So, you know, if you have a newborn baby at home or you know you want to have more babies, you can have the business set up to meet your current schedule. Um, but also you can change it at any given time. So like, for instance, I actually ended up having twins when I was a couple years into my bookkeeping business. And I was able to completely change the hours I was working uh, without mm -hmm. my clients really even knowing that I was working at three o'clock in the morning when the twins were wide awake. Um, so it's really nice because you can have that super extreme flexibility as you're wanting to grow your family. Or if your kids are sick one week and you know you you can't work at all during the day because you need to take care of them, then you can work a couple hours in the evening when they're in bed or maybe on the weekend when your spouse isn't working. So it's just a really great way to be able to live the lifestyle that you want and be the mom that you want, but also be able to you know support your family financially. Yeah, absolutely, Tiffany. I think that flexibility is something everyone needs to achieve, especially in their business and entrepreneurship journey, for sure. That's, that's really interesting, Tiffany. Let's get to the next question. I mean, like you've been running, uh, you know, stay at home bookkeeper academy pretty, you know, uh, awesomely. So we'd love to learn more about, let's say, if someone start their own home-based bookkeeping business, how they can start acquiring new clients. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we teach a lot of different methods in our academy on exactly how to get clients. But these are all the methods that I learned by trial and error when I had my bookkeeping business. And everything that we teach our students is either extremely low cost or free way to pick mm -hmm. up clients. So we go over all of it in detail. But two of the most common and easy and quick ways uh, to get clients would be to go to like networking events. So mm -hmm. lots of business owners in your area will go to different networking events and every business needs a bookkeeper. So it's really yeah. easy to pick up clients when you go to networking events. Um, and I started out going to networking events, bringing my baby with me. So you can even find ones that are like really fun. And I would network in mom's groups and stuff like that because, you know, most of the time their spouses have businesses. So um, even if you've got little kids at home, you can still do the networking and it actually kind of becomes fun with multiple tax experts in the area. Wow. I appreciate that, Tiffany. Thank you so yeah. much. I think, I think the first trick you just mentioned is going to help, you know, especially young bookkeepers or someone who's just getting into business, get more rapport yeah. with the upcoming clients. And it's just going to create that instant connection as, as you relate as a mother or someone in the same type of business, right? That's really amazing. So can you tell us more about like how actually funnels influence your business while you're scaling up? Yeah. Yeah. A couple different ways. So I got lucky and, and met a really cool marketing guy when I first started my business who kind of introduced me to ClickFunnels world. And 
like how to set up a funnel. And um, he helped me actually create an ebook and do an mm -hmm. ebook funnel. Um, and wow. that's really how we've acquired like 90% of our clients for our stay at home bookkeeper Academy was through mm -hmm. our ebook. And even though I, I had never written a book before in my life and uh, it was the very, very first time I did that. Most of our students say it was like the best six bucks they ever spent on anything was reading that book, getting that wow. book. So it's been very, very influential and in, um, helping to bring so many people, you know, in our in our world, in our space was literally from this funnel, from this ebook funnel, which has been so exciting. And then the other way that I've been able to kind of like pay it forward is using a shared funnel for my students so we can help them get their website set up super fast mm. using ClickFunnels. Mm. Um, I've always been a pretty big advocate of not really needing a website in order to actually get clients, but my students would still kind of use that as like a, a roadblock to them getting mm. started. So it was very yeah. helpful to be able to get their website set up in like 24 hours and then they're like ready to go. Their business is ready to go and um, ready to move forward. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Tiffany. That's true. Like a lot of a lot of young entrepreneurs just try to add some more roadblocks, unexisting roadblocks, just to mm -hmm. give some reasons for themselves to stay where they are. But yeah, I think that's a that's a good thing you're doing by sharing directly the website funnels here. Actually, this is pretty amazing stuff. And yeah. Tiffany, we've seen the community of moms you've created. Like there are over thirty thousand moms inside your growing community, and it's still mm -hmm. continuing to grow. So we'd love to hear more about like how you actually create this powerful tribe with huge engagement level as a community. How did you do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of it was through our Facebook ads and and our ebook funnel, but really just being super intentional. Like the way that I chose to grow my business was to create a community. And so mm -hmm. all of our all of our marketing efforts goes to trying to get people to join our group because we also know that we don't expect people to just like enroll in our academy like right from the very first time they see us. So we want to give them a chance to like marinate in who we are and learn more about us and get familiar with me. And I go live in the group every single week so they can understand who we are and what we're here for and how we want to help. And that way they can make a really informed and educated decision on joining our academy. Um, we mm. actually have no, we don't do refunds. So we have like nobody that asks for refunds. Um, and I think that's really why, because we really wow. like to um, get to know our audience and, and nurture our, our Facebook group a lot. Wow, that's, that's pretty interesting. Like, even though you have like a complete online academy, no refunds, it's like, means mm -hmm. that you have a great great uh, academy right there i mean the information you're giving away is, is pretty amazing Tuffany. that's just amazingly mentioned Tuffany. let's get to the next question i mean what would be your suggestion for people who are into coaching consulting who are creating their own online academy can you talk a little bit more about like how did you scale your academy to the next level like what were the phases while you're trying to scale and how did you manage those scale phases yeah great question so i think for for me always like you know, evaluating your students' progress, like where are mm -hmm. they? Um, what other things can I pull in to make their success even faster and more graceful than it was for me? So that's been my goal. Like, you know, I I grew my business and it was amazing, but there was a lot of things that if I would have known beforehand, it would have been a lot easier. So I'm always yeah. just looking out for those things for the students and monitoring what they're going through and just trying to make it easier and easier and easier. Like every time we upgrade. 
So that's been really helpful. And then being able to scale the academy after about a year, we had so many of our students that just caught on so quickly and they are so successful that I'm able to now turn around and hire them and they can come in and they coach in our academy as well. So we have about 10 or 12 people right now and we're always hiring somebody new every couple of months um, that Mm -hmm. graduates our academy. And so that's really helped us be able to scale because we can help so many more people now because we have so many successful students that can come back and also help us coach. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. I mean, this this really shows the commitment you have for your academy and the way you're actually growing this. And I think that, that really helps a lot of people, especially who are into coaching, consulting, and who wants to scale their business. That's amazing, mm-hmm. Tiffany. Let's get to the next question. I mean, you have so many things. For example, you need to do your own bookkeeping. At the same time, you're a CPA. You have your clients who are trying to get you know into bookkeeping business. You should help them to get results and your doing marketing for your you know academy at the same time mm-hmm. i mean you you're an entrepreneur right there right so we'd love to learn more about like what kind of tools and tactics you use to manage your projects and clients for productivity how do you manage yourself yeah that's a great question so i've relied pretty heavily on like task management programs and stuff in the past like uh, i like to use gqs because i like all like google products and stuff mm-hmm. um but I think what's really helped me the most as far as like managing product projects and clients is really building out a team. So like bringing Mm -hmm. on some people that will really own the functions, their various functions. Um, Of course, we have like 20 different software programs that we use, but it's really the people, the right people that you bring on in the right positions that will actually be able to own some things. That way, um, you know, you don't have to be the one doing all of it. You have to train yourself to let go of some areas. Um, But that's been the most for me to be like super productive and be able to, you know, help scale the company and manage all the clients. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think investing in right people around you always pays off the best way or anything else for sure. That's pretty Mm -hmm. awesome, Tiffany. Thank you so much for that. Let's get to the next question. Uh, As you are like a mother of five kids, which which is a great place to be, and I believe you're already like a completely 24-7 home-based business, how does your daily routine look like? Like as you're completely at home, how does your daily routine look like for the success? Uh, Yeah, good question. Um, Sometimes it changes. I try to be flexible. Um, make a make a plan. But with kids, especially when they're younger and they're growing and changing and they're getting into different stages and they like different things, I have to change up what's going on, um, especially because we have twins that just turned four. So mm-hmm. I don't have the best sleepers in my house either. So I've oftentimes had to change up like even when I start my day, because sometimes we don't sleep very well at night. So um, the daily routine kind of shifts from like month to month. But uh, currently, I I try to get up still first thing and go to the gym. And then I have found what works really well for me is to batch my work stuff. So when instead of working like, you know, four hours a day and then spending four hours with my kids, what I really like to do is have maybe like Monday and Friday is family day and personal development day. And then mm-hmm. I try to batch all of my appointments into Tuesday and Thursday. And then wow. I use Wednesday for like, uh, you know, admin type stuff, getting back to emails, planning out the next week, um, doing some brainstorming with my team, stuff like that. Hmm. So I really like batching. If you can batch stuff, you get I feel like better than just constantly switching back and forth between 
task and work person versus mom person and that kind yeah. of stuff. So. Yeah, that, that's a pretty great advice, Tiffany. I think that's that's beautiful. Like you could be like all in for one day. Like you could be completely focused. Like, hey, Monday is just about business. Tuesday is just about family. Thursday is just about team meetings. And rather than jumping into one other task, you could be like completely focused on that task. I think your productivity will be much higher as you as you follow that instruction. So guys, there's a golden nugget right there. So make sure to note that down. Let's get to the next question, Tiffany. I mean, you've been someone who made it to the level where you are right now, where you are helping thousands of people through the academy, as well as, you know, building your own home-based business. If there is one suggestion you could give yourself to a 20-year-old yourself or someone or someone who's just getting started in the business right now, who's young, what will be your number one suggestion for them? Yeah, I love that question. And I'm kind of going through this type of stuff with my 16-year-old, you know, telling him things that I wish I knew at his age. And I think probably the most important thing that anyone can learn that that wants to be, you know, going down this path is, is understanding your money mindset, because mm -hmm. that is like the biggest thing that can hold you back from success in any business or anything you do in life. So like money mindset, understanding finances and investing and things like that. So you can think like a wealthy entrepreneur instead of getting yeah. stuck in like a middle-class money mindset. True. Yeah. Wow. That's a beautiful suggestion. And guys, what it really takes for you to become successful is having the right mindset, especially when it comes to finances. And I think that's a core cool fundamental you need to fix so that you'll be fundamentally strong, no matter if you're doing a million dollars in your business. And if you have no clue how your finances are, not a good place to be. Right. Yeah. So even yeah. if you're making 10K per month and if you're financially well knowledge, right, you could manage mm -hmm. yourself and, you know, end up being good. You know, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Let's get to the next question, Tiffany. Your life's biggest achievement so far and any next bigger goals? Oh, man, life's biggest achievement. Well, I mean, having twins was a pretty significant achievement <laughs> or five kids in general. But I mean, I, I would have to say like the stay at home bookkeeper Academy, it's going to be really hard to top that because not only have we like grown and we're like a really big business and, and that's impressive, you know, in its, in and of itself, but just to see what, how we are impacting the students and how their mm. lives are being so transformed. I mean, I don't know how I could have a bigger achievement than that. Like literally taking thousands of moms and giving them a future and options for their family. Um, it's it's a pretty big achievement that we're pretty proud of. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, How does your next big goals look like? What are you planning to achieve in the coming times? Yeah, a bigger goal for me um, personally, I am really looking forward to being able to share my knowledge on what I've learned to help all of my kids have businesses. Um, my 16-year-old has already thought of some ideas of things that he wants to do. So I'm really wow. looking forward to helping him start his first business and get go down this path at such an early age because I can't imagine where he'll be at my age if he starts now. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. We're pretty excited to see their journey as well. That's yeah. really amazing, Tiffany. Let's get to the next question. What was the biggest mistake in your life so far, especially in terms of business? Hmm, let's see. Well, I always like to... I, I never really like to dwell too much on like mistakes because I, I feel like sometimes like if I was going to go back in time, I wouldn't change anything because I would be afraid if I changed something, it wouldn't lead me down this path and I wouldn't be where I am today. So mm -hmm. 
so I don't, I don't really think anything's necessarily a mistake. I've definitely learned from some past mistakes and failures. Um, currently, I think one of the mistakes I'm making is the way that I look at investing into marketing. Um, mm-hmm. Being an accountant, I think I'm a little like risk averse. So I've been a little bit hesitant to scale like my ad spend um, based on you know the numbers that we have. Uh, not because it wouldn't actually pay off, but because it's not immediately profitable. So mm. that's probably one of my biggest mistakes that I'm making currently is not not knowing or understanding exactly how I should scale my marketing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, I usually look at mistakes or failures, first of all, as lessons, but then also as like a stepping stone that got me here. So I wouldn't want to yeah. change them. <laughs> pretty pretty <laughs> awesome, Tiffany. Thank you so much for mentioning that. So yeah, let's get to the next question, Tiffany. Your main inspiration for success, like what actually keeps you moving on, what motivates you and key people involved in your journey? Yeah, this is like something I've really been diving into a lot um, because I think as entrepreneurs, we just get excited about the next goal and the next goal and the next goal. And And then I feel like at some point, all we're doing is just just constantly running. We're like sprinting to the next goal. So I've been listening to a lot of Tony Robbins, uh, thanks to Russell's, you know, advice on that. But trying to determine exactly what is inspiring me for this business and what am I really doing this for? And I think for me, one of the things that I realized is that I want my kids to be financially set when they're older. Mm so they can do stuff that they love and not have to work, have to work like a corporate job or a dead-end job. I want them to be Mm. able to just start off with knowing their basic needs are met and then they can can do things and learn things and have a business that they love or they want to do, not because they have to. So that's, that's my main inspiration. And like I said, I've definitely been listening and soaking up to a lot of Tony Robbins stuff here lately. Yeah, pretty awesome stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's inspiring. He's a, he's a, he's a man of success. That that really yeah. says it all, absolutely. So that was that was pretty awesome, Tiffany. I mean, the golden nuggets you dropped on this podcast, the journey you have shared and the kind of wisdom you have been sharing to the people who are actually listening to this podcast was pretty amazing. Awesome. Just I'm to sum up. Yeah. Where can our audience find your mentoring? If someone wants to learn how they can build a home-based bookkeeper business, where they can find your mentorship? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for asking. We have a website called stayathomebookkeeper.com and you can find all of our information, how to book a free call with our team and everything is right on there. But we do a lot of our uh, community outreach and um, involvement in our Facebook group. And our Facebook group is kind of unique. It's called Have Your Cake and Eat It Too because that is the motto. We help we help parents be able to reach financial freedom and also get to spend an unlimited time with their kids. So wow. <laughs> that's a beautiful name. So guys, make sure to check out the link in the description of this podcast. There will be the links to actually check out the website as well as the Facebook group. So stay aligned and join the community. You will definitely have a good time inside the community because it's freaking awesome. 30,000 moms helping each other to build home-based business with one clear vision of having a cake and eating it too, which, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome, Tiffany. Again, it was pretty amazing having you on. Any last word before we conclude the entire podcast session for today? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And um, I, I think we we covered everything. And I 
I really appreciate, I really appreciate it. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty, pretty amazing, Tiffany. Thank you so much for your time today. And again, Tiffany was absolutely amazing having on. It was absolutely beautiful. The journey you shared and the kind of wisdom you shared today. Thank you so much for this amazing opportunity. We're definitely looking forward to have you once again on this podcast for sure. So guys, hopefully who listened to this podcast so far, 